Hello and welcome to the Virtual Cafe. I'm your host, Jackie Salami. Um, normally I would say who have I got here, but it seems I can see two very, very familiar faces. It's Wilnona Marie and JD, you know, of the Andai Talk Ladies. You know, they're regular on this show, right? They might be they need to buy shares in this show. How are you, ladies? We're doing and well. we will totally buy shares of the show as long as we can buy it in US dollars and not pounds. Yeah, because those things are oh, do you know what you're talking about? Great British pound sterling, you know, Queen of England. Why would I want to choose American dollars? Like, because it, it will be cheaper for me. Like, and not to mention that, you know, the currency of the world still is the American dollar. So you can save yourself well, a couple China pounds. China is trying to change that. China is trying to change that. China is trying, but it is not there yet. So you might want to save yourself a few dollars. Yeah, but then I, the Queen's money is more valuable to me. Yeah, as, as is London itself. But I say it like this. I say it like this. I, I can't afford to just keep on changing my money into pounds. So, But you guys come here all the time anyway, so you really should have a stash of pounds stolen. I do have a, a stash of pounds. It's like 20 bucks. <laughs> and 20, 20 pounds. pounds. <laughs> you, well, that's still something. Well, you, I'm sure you can have like a, um, a pound sterling account in your country and so that way you don't need to keep constantly changing are you trying to make me go into the bank you know i do all my making online <laughs> don't call you open an account online as well i don't okay. know i think that sounds like a complicated thing that i have to park my car and get out of it and not even go to the window of the bank or the atm and go inside like that would be a lot mm -hmm. <laughs> you're asking for a lot there you're asking for a lot but i still love you yeah, you want to have see when you do it right then all the times that you come here you don't need to go and look for currency because you already have loads in your account that is true but we do as she said we keep a stash of euros and pounds at the uh, at each of our respective homes for just that reason because as of right now we've already we're, we're booked in august for england of 2018. well i mean we're still in talks we're still in talks See, I was feeling quite sleepy before, but you know, I'm waking up now. 2018, right? Wow, you guys are really popular. What's happening in 2018? Oh, no, I said we're in talks. We're in talks of going. We're in talks oh, of going. Wow. And some people have, like, asked us to do a couple of things that we cannot disclose because our manager and or our publicist would hit us in the back of the head. And it hurt, it hurts well, I brought it up, so I sincerely apologize. It hurts when they do you know that. Like, oh. You know, it's me. You know, I, I'm like your BFF. So seriously, can you not tell your BFF stuff? <laughs> well, you see, the yellow little thing on this says live, so it's not just you. Well, I'm going to go with, we might be doing some book festivals. We'll see. Like, we speaking might act, book festivals, uh, speaking yeah. or having a table at a couple of book festivals over oh, there in the UK. We'll see. In England and Scotland. I'm being more specific because don't I be more specific. specific. Yes, I'll no, do that. We'll we'll see. Yeah, but we'll see. see. People that see they come here, right? They have, you know, they have the high expectations, you know, because they love you guys. You guys are here all the time. You're like part of the furniture. So they need to know these things before anybody else does. Hey, you know, I just have to mention one thing. I think that you're asking us this question because there's no coffee in the cafe today and I don't have a croissant. And that is the only reason you're getting away with this. <laughs> I would love some coffee. I would love some coffee. Fortunately, I did a walk before I got on here, so I'm a little more awake than I would have been without my coffee. Okay, that's fine. Let me see what do I have. I can give you a squeeze of lemon with tap water. <laughs> and extra ice. 
Yes, we could do ice as well. Okay. I don't want the lemon, just give me the tap water. It's all good. Okay, I've got slices of pineapple as well, so we can just put slices of pineapple. And whilst we, we can let it infuse, so by the time we're doing talking, it's got a nice, you know, pineapple flavor in your water. I love that. Jade yes. is going to hit me because she's going to be like, you know, you're slightly allergic. And I'm like, but it's not a real allergy yet. See? And, you know, there's some things, right, that you just have to handle. You'd be like, you know what, we will sort out the allergy later. Exactly. <laughs> That's what they made Benadryl for. Exactly, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like someone then goes one day, uh, one day and says, you know what, we've suddenly found out that people are allergic to meat. I'll be like, you know what, I'd rather just have that allergy and just die and eat my meat and not have meat at all. Because we're going to die anyway, so like, why not have meat? Okay, so, yeah. Well, I'm going to go with this. Winona has an allergy to beef, and yeah, I totally... Do not let her have any. Although she well, tries. No, that's a real allergy. Like, I don't know. I shouldn't be sitting here yes. just disclosing crap. She has a real, I mean, it's, it's a real bad allergy. It's a bad allergy. It is like, oh, let me pull this liquid Benadryl out of my purse because you've eaten some beef. So, you know. Wow. But then if it's liquid, is that tablet though? Is it what? When you say liquid, do you mean an injection or a tablet? No, no we no. um we buy kids benadryl in the liquid form and the bottle and so if i have beef i immediately drink it because i mean we i carry with we carry with us in all the cars yeah and all my bags and everything and when we touch down in like any country i go to buy it so just in case just in case because it's a bad allergy it's not the one that's going to send you to the hospital but it's it's definitely one that scares the jesus out of you Mm-hmm. You know, so when I said meat, I didn't think there was anybody who was allergic to meat. I know some people are allergic to fish, but I've actually never heard of anyone being allergic to meat. Yeah. Um, I'm, 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 although that's it's not always true. Like, I can eat beef when I'm in Paris. I can eat beef when I'm in Greece. You eat beef in England. I've never really tried to eat beef in England. Okay, so what is it about the beef in Paris that you can eat but you can't eat American beef? I, I have not know. the faintest idea. I when I go to oh, Paris, I eat chicken steaks. <laughs> and since so you guys have a lot of GMO in your food, so maybe it's all the fake meat and all the things they inject into your meat that you're allergic to. Whereas here, I think so. Yeah, like I think I've discussed this before, but I have to like go to the farm here. Like I go visit like family farms to buy my beef right. to eat it. So possibly you're not allergic to beef, beef per se. You're possibly allergic to the extra things they inject into the meat. Probably. I'm hoping so. One day somebody better figure this out because I really want a steak and cheese. <laughs> well, you can come to London and do an experiment. I could. I haven't tried it since whenever I go, I'm like, no, I'm not going to try it because I'm working. Like when I'm in Paris and Greece and stuff like that, I'm on vacation. So if I get sick, I get sick, whatever. I don't care. I miss the day of my vacation. But if I'm in England and I'm working, I'm working. I'm not going to mess it up. Ah, right. Okay. Now that's, that's, that's true. Yeah, and that's the only so, reason yeah, you guys will ever get me over there, because I gotta work. So, um, yeah. So, well, you talk about Winona. <laughs> Everyone it, knows how to kill Winona now. Sorry? Oh, yes. But then it's not, see, if it was the one where they need to get an injection out and get, like, ephedrine or whatever it's called, the then that's one that's gonna kill you. Yeah, this one doesn't kill us, so we just try not to have it, though. You know how you like, you know what? It's not worth the aggravation. Yes. 
Yes, yes, I, I totally, I totally get what you mean. Um, but anyway, I'm glad you're not going to die from eating beef, and you do eat beef occasionally. So that's <laughs> right. Um, because to not eat meat, um, you know, for me, it's something that I can't, I can't imagine. Um, and they're like, you know what? We're going to die of something anyway. So hey, why not? I, I have the same thoughts. People around me don't uh, agree with that, but no. I have the same thoughts. No. <laughs> anyway, we're not here to talk about beef. I'm it's so like sorry. if you were allergic, like my one friend is allergic to chicken. If you were allergic to chicken, I'd be like, this is rough. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what we're going to do. Like, this is rough. <laughs> yeah, so, but then you're coming down to London this year as well, aren't you? Yes, yes. we'll be there in six weeks. So, July the 17th. Yes. We will be in London. And then the 18th will be in Ireland. When I grow up, I want to be like you girls. Seriously. No. No. You don't want to be like us. <laughs> I want to be like you. Why? <laughs> I'm not traveling all over the world. I don't have people inviting me all over the world. Yeah. The, uh, yes, you do. We invited you to the U.S. I'm inviting you to the U.S. next year, too. All expenses paid? No. No. <laughs> But you could come. But feel free to get on the plane and come over. <laughs> yeah, well, I want an all expenses paid trip. And so do we. We all do. <laughs> we all do. We don't get all our expenses paid. We get half. <laughs> yeah, the homes do better than nothing. Right? Dude, it's like the hotel. So, but, but we go with this. It doesn't really matter either way what we do. We all trying to get like, what, like an A1 start in publishing houses yeah I would love that. yeah as soon as i can get to the a1 level in a publishing house i would be overjoyed i'm not saying that we're ever gonna not be indie authors i'm just saying i want their money not i want their travel budget <laughs> <laughs> because i mean i love shows and everything but they're like okay we got the hotel and like a car transfer or like the manager's like okay so i pay for this or the manager will help that. us pay for stuff you know so we can make it the things but yeah it's not nearly as much fun as you think it is, but it is. It's great when you're like, all right, I'm already in, in England, so I might as well hop on over to like Greece and have a vacation on the beach. Now that's fun. Yes, yes, true. So is that what you plan to do next year? Yeah, yes. This time we're going to Greece. Exciting. Cool. Next year we're like, maybe Italy. We'll see. Oh. Italy is expensive. It is, it is. And we've already... And I would, I've never visited Italy, so we've already visited, Jade and I went to what, Paris, Barcelona, Spain, and, and Greece. We went to Turkey, too. And Turkey. We're never going back to Turkey. Um, <laughs> it's a little weird over there now. But, um, so, like, we only, like, go visit with the, with the group to places that we've already been. So going to Italy would be, like, iffy for us, because we've never yeah. been. Okay, cool. But anyway, so tell me, what are you guys going to be doing in London this time around? What's 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 your latest project? What are you working on? Um, we are going to go be on a podcast in Ireland, and and do an in-person one, and then we have television, two television show appearances in England. So we'll be on the Chrissy. We'll be back on the Chrissy B show for sure, which will be fun. Um, and what are we working on right now? We're working on a docu series for ourselves which is kind of going to be kind of fun. It's available on Amazon right And now. Channel 18 and Sacram- on Sacramento Television. But if you guys are watching it on Amazon, episode two. Episode one, we were just trying to get a feel to see what we could do. Episode two is better. Oh, okay, cool. So what's the show called? 
just right in life. So tell me about it, because I'm quite intrigued now. It's a doctor that said, like, writing isn't boring anymore. Because most people think, oh, okay, you're an author. You live a very boring life. You sit behind a computer screen or with your journal, and you write all day, and that's what you do. And there's nothing else exciting to your life at all. Well, we're still human, so we still live life. And most people write from their experiences or something they've seen or done. So you have to go those places. You have to see things. and that's what it's about. What happened, we got the idea for this show from um, the conference last year because we, there's a, there was another producer and she was developing an idea and then someone was like, well, you know, writers are boring. And I already knew that's what Hollywood believed because yeah. they've done show after show after show about writers and they never take off. And so they're like, well, writers are just a non-starter, so they're boring. People don't want to watch them. And I sat down and I thought about it and I was like my life isn't boring and our manager said we should do it she's like and then definitely do it because you're you guys are always doing something like be it for our books the and I thought series or the women cave the women's cave the talk show the the talk show series or something we're always doing something or just dealing with the stuff that comes along in our own life Mm-hmm. See, I would have thought that your inspiration came from when you met the lady that did the 40-day reality, 40-day writer reality TV series. Uh, so it's quite interesting to see that you've already had this idea from um, before. So how did you, so talk me through it. How did you get this off? You know, because it's been, you know, from when we spoke in, when did this lady come? Was it February, January? I think it was February. January um, 28th. See, you got, you know, photographic memories. Even I lose the house, I forgot the date. Um, you know, it's been, you know, it's not been that long a period, maybe like, what, four months, um, three and a half months. So tell me, what have, you know, how did you, so when you got the idea from this conference from last year, when did you decide to actually say, okay, you know what, I'm going to do this, right? And then from that moment when you made that decision, how did you then proceed to where you're now in episode two? Jay, do you want this or I was going to take I'm it? Gonna, I'm going to say it. Well, you, as anyone <laughs> should know, that we'll know that of our group, she is the person that pushes us to do everything. She's awesome like that. So, so she said, okay, you know what? My life isn't boring. And the, the manager said, oh, absolutely. We, you guys should do a, a show, a docuseries about your life. But what you do, what you go through to promote your books as an indie author. So we'll only take it away from there. I was going to go back and put some detail in her story. So actually, the idea came on March the 17th. So that, that, that's like, and then after that, I, we talked to the manager and we were like, we should do this. And she was like, you should do it. And she has a film background, so it works out nice. <laughs> we always have someone to be like, hey, bounce something off of. And then um, after that, we went, I went about just researching what I would need. Like it would be what kind of microphone I was going to need, what kind of camera I was going to need and how I could do it. And then after that, we went into finding software to, to do it. And a lot about, we premiered on April the 30th. After we asked the ladies, we called, we made called a few authors, one of them being the reality uh, producer that you talked about before. And um, some of our friends from powerful beginnings, and then, of course, you know, we have a ladies group of 11. So we called the five public faces and asked if we couldn't follow them around for a little while. And, of course, our support team, our marketer, our 
road manager and our assistant road manager and our regular manager and we called them and they've all pitched in video so that we can now do a docuseries of not just us but of authors a group of authors so it makes it a little easier because you have a ton of storylines to pick from right okay but then i'm sort of quite um, interested to know about the technical side of things um because you know yes it's one thing to want to you know film yourself and to film people that you know um so <clears throat> so um now you're going to make me sound like i'm giving you a larry king style interview so <laughs> You know, go boom, 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 right? And you just have to remember because I have massive baby brain, right? So when I ask you the question, I might not remember the question again. Okay? So don't ask me, oh, what did you say? So I'm just going to go boom, 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 right? Okay. <clears throat> so if I remember, you said you started, you've made a decision to start in April, right? What date March. in April? Oh, sorry. Okay, March, right. Okay, so you did, made a decision in March, but then you actually then started. Um, shooting is that April was that shooting in April or did you, or did you publish um, broadcast in April remind me we started shooting in April and we broadcasted in April the reason we chose April was because we had um, we had to appear at a school book reading we had a gala we had a speaking event we had a book festival so we had a lot going on in April so we just shot it all Okay, no, that's that's fabulous. Okay, so forgive me. Normally, I'll be really, really chatty, but I, I think I just want to know so much. And if I just let in you guys, I'll probably miss out the really good one. So now that means it took you guys less than a month or about a month, give or take, from when you decided, right, we want to do this to actually shoot it to actually going live, right? So yeah. talk your, you know, your plan. Did you have a business plan? Did you have a smart objective? How did you decide? Okay, right. So this is what we're going to do. You've got all the people that you want to get involved. And which is great, you know, but then that is the least of it. So how did you decide? So what did you do your analysis between getting a professional camera crew or filming it yourself? Because I'm guessing that you, um, by saying you went to see what, you know, you went to decide, I can't even speak properly now, you decided what equipment to get. So I'm guessing you didn't opt to go with a professional filming crew, you decided to do it yourself. So what sort of things did you, what were the pros and cons and what led you to deciding to do it yourself? Um, I'm guessing apart from budgets for paying, you know, to pay the film crew. And then what sort of, then what were the deciding factors and the type of equipment that you chose in doing it? So from the camera that did the recording, did you get a proper one, maybe like a DSLR? Um, you know, what sort of mic did you get? Those kind of things. Um, I would like to know. <clears throat> you weren't lying when you said technical. Dang, chick. <laughs> You going in? Sorry. I said you you didn't lie when you said technical. I feel American <laughs> over here. <laughs> okay, but yeah, sorry. So just yeah, so those are the things that I want to know. And then now, when you have the you know all your you know film footage, you know you've got a you know raw you know raw footage. Um, then did you have someone help you to do the editing, or did you do the editing yourself? What influenced your decision? In because obviously you've got to have you've got to have a rationale for any step that you take. So did you decide to do it yourself? And so when, if you were doing it yourself, then what sort of quality were you able to maintain the quality you know to be professional, or did you you know with the feedback you've got have people said oh you could improve in some ways? Because again with everything in life there's always room for improvement. Um, As you said before. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I, I want to hear this now after the after this. I, I want to hear this improvement thing that you keep saying. 
No, I'm just saying this in general because, like, even me, right? Even with my podcast, right? I always ask myself, and I always feel like I could be doing something better. I could be doing more, and I'm always thinking, how can I do something better? So this, it's not a thing. Oh, that there's always when I say it, I don't mean that there's something wrong. I'm just saying that you know that's why there's something called continuing professional development. So even you, as an author, you know, when you write a book, you then ask yourself, okay, I've written this book. What could I have done differently? How can I improve it? So even if it's a masterpiece, you can always ask yourself, what can I do differently? How can I be better? How can I do this better? Um, so that's basically what I mean as opposed to, oh, I'm actually picking false. Because, you know, people who can't, they complain. So I'm hoping I'm not complete, coming across as someone who's complete. I'm just saying that from a professional standpoint, there's always room for, for improvement, if you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jay? so... As we all know, we love Winona, but she she's a very frugal person. So, <laughs> very frugal, just extremely frugal. <laughs> so, of course, she wasn't gonna let us get a film crew. All right. right. So, we didn't get a film crew, professional film crew, but we decided, okay, we'll just do it like authentic. As our as our manager said, you know what? You guys are a very authentic brand. You, you tend to be very open about what you do in your life and everything. So just do it authentically. Like very, okay, so I took this camera and I'm doing it myself and I'm following these people around and we're doing this. So that okay, was well, one. Um, yeah, did you use your, because I know that there's some, um, I don't know if it's an Apple phone, or sorry, Apple phone, what am I saying? An iPhone, um, and Gabe can remember that I'm really, I've got baby brain and I'm not very technical. So that's why I went alone to stuff so did you use your um you know your mobile phone because the camera you know is really good or did you have to invest in maybe for instance like a dslr um you know what sort of so that's what i'm trying to figure out like you know what are the pros and cons of you know each option you know because that's what i want to know like what sort of what i want to get into your mind well there are pros and cons of each option um for uh, for more mobile work of course a camera phone actually works so much better because you don't have to be like, oh, my arm, it hurts. And, but um, some people that yeah. are doing some stuff, giving us footage, they've done it on more professional cameras, which is exciting. Also, for editing, there's some very great things out here for editing. They're very great programs that you can just buy in general that we, of course, use and have because we do our own and I thought lady show on YouTube. So we have to do a little bit of editing with that. So we've already owned some of the editing software. And for that, we can also, as we mentioned before, our manager has a film background. So you edit it yourself, you Dropbox it to her, and she will tell you if your show is. At the quality level to be on broadcast TV. And if it's not, she actually has more professional things because she shoots movies like for Jaguar and commercials and stuff. Oh, I'm sorry. Drop. I shouldn't be dropping names. She, she, she shoots. Does. She shoots. She things. shoots commercials and she shoots movies and stuff. So when we dr- drop box it to her, she makes sure that by the time it's done, the editing, the, the photo quality, and everything is up to par for broadcast television. Okay, so all except episode one on Amazon, like she didn't even see it until it was already done, and she was like, "For real, you should have drop boxed me." So episode two, we drop boxed it. Yeah, so that one, episode one will be on Amazon, and it'll probably be the only one that... The most only, authentic one it'll ever. Be the most authentic one, and it'll be the only place you can see episode one, because it won't even be on our YouTube or our Roku channel. 
But um, for episode two, we will ha- it'll be on our YouTube, our Roku TV channel. It will actually be broadcasted in Sacramento on live, on live TV. And then it will also be on our Amazon. Right. Okay, that's fine. So what editing software did you use or do you use? We have the Premiere Suite, Adobe. Adobe Premiere Suite. And then also um, you can use iMovie also. And iMovie, yeah. So we do the basics in iMovie and then move it over to Premiere and then put the finishing touches on. And then Dropbox it to a manager. And then we encode it and do the audio stuff. So like, because I took audio production class. So we do all of that. And then we Dropbox it to the manager for the final run through to make sure that everything is going to be up to television standards. Ah, she so said, now this is where I was headed because I'm thinking, how does a, um, you know, an author who's probably not got any background in editing, um, you know, know, you know what to do. So thank you for, you know, doing, you know, saying that because I was thinking, well, because I don't know how to edit stuff. Like I go in and I look at it and I'm just thinking, well, you know, what? Jesus did not die for this. So I'm like, yes, the next thing. So, okay, right. So you've taken a course, which I think is great. And then you've got this person who's got, you know, background in film editing, you know, which is fantastic. Okay, so you then have your finished <clears throat> file. And I guess what then sets you out from someone who's starting completely from scratch is that you already have an audience from, you know, being authors and, you know, from having your own podcast show and from all the amazing things that you're already doing. So how did you then decide, you know, um, how did you um, get on to having your, 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 your show on Sacramento TV and Amazon? Well, Amazon did an all call, just in case anyone out there has like a YouTube channel show. Amazon did an all call for shows. You just have to put it up to their quality. Yeah. So they didn't all call. I don't understand. So explain that again, please. I'm sorry? I didn't understand what you said. Can you explain that, please? Oh, okay. So Amazon, Amazon recently asked for more shows to be put on their on with them more authentic you like for the youtubers and stuff like that if you can get up to their quality standards they will consider picking you up and putting you on amazon so what are their standards uh 23.976 films per uh fps and it's a 1040 by 680 for the cover art and then after that you have to have a hd4 or impact to anyway you can look it, you up, can on just look it all up on amazon you can do a quoting off the top of our right, head and we right. might have it wrong but yeah. look it up on amazon okay so i'm just trying to understand so because you're saying um so if you've got it on there so do you just go how do you then get it on amazon itself what is the steps to you know for getting it on amazon go to amazonvideodirect.com and they will let you know what is necessary in order to submit to them and then but you have to know that it's different for big shows with Amazon because they're going to take on the big show for your small show they're going to review you episode by episode literally every video you send in goes to a review team and then they may or may not like it so you have to constantly stay up to date with what they want and how they want it. Otherwise you're going to not have your videos up there. So that's a little hard. Um, So what's that website called again? Amazon video direct. Okay. Okay. Fabulous. Please do continue. Okay. So it's Amazon video direct. And then um, it's funny because the day that we found out that Amazon had said yes to our show was the day that I had like broke my tooth and I was pissed off. (laughs) 
and I was like, everything is going wrong. And I looked down and I was like, Amazon has accepted your show. And I was like, we just got picked up by Amazon. And so that was cool. Now also for the, um, for broadcast television, we called our manager and we said we wanted a TV show. And I, she actually had a plan. She actually, what, I mean, she's the one that encouraged us to really do this, do the idea. So she's like, let me make some calls. And then she made some calls. Right. And then we got the television spot. It took her about three hours. Yep. We got a phone call back three hours later, and she was like, you've got a spot. Wow. That was really quick. Yeah, she's good at television. She's good <laughs> at her job. She is. She's very good at her job. Well, my head is just spinning right now. You guys have just, you know, it's just amazing that in, you know, in the length of one month, you've been able to do, you know, such amazing things. Okay, so now you've got two episodes out and you have to put it on Amazon, you know, episode by episode for them to review it and, um, you know, and accept it. So what can people expect from the show, you know, sort of moving forward? Well, they can definitely expect us to be ourselves, which is silly. (laughs) 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 And they are willing to bear in there with us and we have, of course, we're authors and we knew we know a little bit about editing, but not a lot. So if they're willing to bear in there with us, then they can expect us to improve episode by episode. And also to get the, the feel of our group, like our real group dynamic. dynamic, how we don't, how we are laughing and joking and how silliness does happen. Although we do write about serious subjects, we do actually have a lot of fun together. And I think that's actually part of our healing process from with the stuff that we have went through is to be able to sit down in a group of people that understand where you're coming from and still be able to enjoy life. Mm, mm. Um, Also, I guess, yeah, you're definitely going to see England and you're definitely going to see Greece. And um, I believe we're doing an end of the season, end of this season one trip where we will have like our manager and our road manager. Hopefully they all can show up. And everyone show up and go on one vacation and just discuss the last year and what it's meant to us. Um, so we can look forward to that. Um, you're also, right now, I think in our first, because we already have episode three, four, and part of five done. So um, episode two, though, start with two. Yes, yeah, start with that episode two, please. Also, uh, in episode like two and three and stuff, um, you can expect like seeing us on the road. Like, just going to go speak at a place. Uh, you'll see our assistant road manager. You'll see our, our manager's home, not our manager, our um, marketer's home office, because she called us in after she saw the first episode and was like, emergency meeting. And I'm yeah. like, are you joking? And she was like, no. And I was like, all right, well, we're going to film this whole thing. So, yeah, we get to see her, like, talk about, like, styling for England and getting ready for England and making sure that we don't make the same mistakes again. And her reactions to our first thing. And you also get to see the viewing party where everyone gets to see the first horrible episode where we (laughs) have domestic things, right? And make jokes about that. Like having the group sit down and be like, all right, let's watch ourselves on television. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, you know, you guys sound really, really amazing. Um, And this is one of the things. (laughs) Sorry? We're not amazing. We're not amazing at all. I'm sorry. You say we sound amazing, and I'm like, oh my god, that's hilarious. We're not amazing. Seriously, right? Because you see, there are a lot of people who say they want to do stuff and don't actually do it. There are a lot of people who are good at talking but not doing. But then you guys, you've gone one step further than those people, and you're actually doing stuff. 
But then you're not just doing one thing. You know, you're putting your 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 you know your tentacles out there, feeling a lot of different stuff because you know you never really know what would then be your major big break, which I think is really amazing. Because some people say, I want to write a book, but they never get around to it. I really want my book to be a bestseller, but they don't promote their book. And we're still waiting on that one, too. Uh, We would like the other books to, like, we only made it to, like, number 67 and 34 on the best-selling list. So, I mean, can we get to number one, people? Or two. Or two. Buy a book. Buy a CD. You're in the top 100. Yes. Yeah, we're in the top 100. We were. And on Amazon, we were. Yeah, you know, so that's a good thing. You know, if you if you didn't do anything at all, you wouldn't even be on the list. You would not be relevant. You would not, you know, you'll be irrelevant. But you did something. So that's something to be proud of, I think. Okay. okay. Well, we will take that from we'll you. Take it, you, the you person it to like with a podcast that's amazing and a number one, a top selling book. We'll take it from you. Yeah, okay. most certainly. Now I'm blushing. You know, I, I'm a big fan. Since I saw that I am do that episode on The Voice, where he now turns to people and say, you know, because I'm dark skin, I have to tell you guys I'm blushing. So I feel like every time I'm blushing, I have to actually tell people that. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. oh, you know, while I'm here, I should probably mention that um, we do have a, a poetry CD, by the way, of us reading poetry from our books. Which is, again, very authentic. Very authentic. <laughs> I think everything that we do, I think is going to probably not be super, super professional because we're just not those people. Yeah, well, who needs professional all the time anyway? You know, sometimes people want to just see your heart reflected in the work that you do. I'm hoping that your audience, you know, shares your opinions. Me me too. Me too. I think they do. Because if they don't, then they probably might not be listening to me all the time because who wants to listen to my voice all the time? (laughs) It's not a bad voice. You have an English accent. That's just yes. like it's not even good. No, seriously, don't even say that, right? So I would give you several things, right? I'm not particularly sure that there is an English accent, quote unquote, because even in London, right? North Londoners have one accent, South Londoners have a different accent. And then you've got people from Essex, you've got a totally, totally different accent. Right. And let's not even talk about you know, the north of England in Manchester and all those places. Love I do. love that accent, by the way. She does love the Manchester <laughs> accent. I do. It's just so wow. It's so rough and I love tough accents. I, I, you know, I can just listen to a guy just you know speak a little South London accent. Just, oh, I love South London accents. But yes, anyway, so uh, there is that. But then for some reason, right? Since I was a teenager, I remember the first time someone stopped me in the supermarket and goes, "Are you American?" <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm on the edge somewhere because people in England, they always say to me that I have a twinge or, you know, a little knack of an American accent in my voice. And then people in America say I've got an English accent. So I kind of feel like I'm in the middle. Yeah. So when people here ask me, oh, are you American? Are you Canadian? I'm like, yeah, I watch too much TV because I really and truly don't even know what to say. So, yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. That is hilarious. Well, you know, they say it's like a, an English accent is from England is higher and it has more of a nasal quality to it. So it's like Boston here. Maybe? So it's like Boston here. <laughs> Whereas like the rest of America, we're more of a chest speakers and we have a deeper tone to our, um, 
to our English. Maybe and that's why they think we're loud. That's probably why they, as I said, that's probably why they think we're loud. Because like when we speak, we try to like do the whole booming thing. And somebody said that they think that it match. It goes back to the fact of um, oh my goodness, I'm hoping I get him right. Roosevelt, I think, speak softly and carry a big stick. And they were like, well, they did the opposite. Like they carry a big stick and they, you know, try to say, hey, we are dominant. We are number one. But whatever, who knows? <laughs> but the chest and the nasal thing is something that's like scientific. So the other thing is just someone's opinion conjecture. Sure, sure, sure. But then I've got a cold. Um, I mean, I had a flu. I actually have got the flu um, a few days ago. And my nose, you know, is only now it's sort of clearing, like it's always all bunged up. So maybe that also has something to do with it because I'm quite nasally as well. I'm feeling like we give you colds. Every time we talk to you, like, I, I have a cold. I'm like, is it the anti-thought? You, you know what? Stay away from me. I'm putting the cross, right? It's like every time I meet you guys are thinking about me, I end up with a cold. So you guys are probably thinking, we need to come on the show, and boom, I end up with a cold. That's it. Now I know. <laughs> so this is like, what, three, four times already? You guys are the ones giving me a cold. For me. Like, it, it probably is, there. too. It probably is us to give you a cold. I'm telling you. That this is how it goes with us. Either either you get like you get like truly blessed, or you get the opposite, which is truly like, oh, I'm sorry. I have to say, like on this thing, I'm gonna give you like a, a peek into the behind the scenes of the show, which is behind the scenes of the group. So yeah. we did our first month of shooting, <laughs> and our device that we shot on unexpectedly died. We only it had it. it was brand new. We had had it for 45 days, and that was it. And it was like, it died to the point where they were like, yo, there's no way to bring it back. And we have never seen this And before. we've never seen it happen. And I'm so sorry, but you're not going to be able to get any of the footage that you shot. <gasps> so with, we had just put out our premiere episode. And then right after that, we had premiered, we had episode number two and number three that we were working on. We lost everything. Wow. And so what we have been doing is literally shooting week by week and making episodes. To keep wow. up with our schedule. So what is, what's this equipment that you had? <clears throat> oh, I'm not saying that. That's just rude to the company. <laughs> I'm not trying to get sued. <laughs> no, but then I did ask you this at the beginning, and you did, you were very coy, and you avoided I said, what equipment? Yeah, we were very coy about our equipment, because we just don't want people to know what we're shooting on. I'm no, not, it's, not, it's not even that. It's just, hey, I'm not trying to get sued by anyone, so that's exciting. That would be unexciting for us. We'd be like, really? You don't even have enough money. Huh? What? All those people get to know you there, because wouldn't it all be like, you know, American TV coverage all over the place? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But no, it's... We really only have one city. We shot on a couple of different things. So it depends on what the thing is, but... Literally, it's probably, it was just funny how it all just didn't work out at all. And then, but I, I think maybe it worked out for the best. You know how sometimes things happen and you're like, I can't believe it. Like my computer just died and the motherboard yeah. is gone. And you're like, I can't believe it just happened to me. Yeah. But then it kind of worked out for the best because you kind of hated the book that you were working on anyway. And so you're <laughs> like, well, I can take the best bits out of it that I remember. And then work with that on that way. You know. So I think that's really what, what kind of happened to us. We did fortunately save some of the footage and some of the stuff that we did. Fortunately, we saved some of it. And so, and that was with the best bits. 
Cool. So that's exciting. Cool. And our road manager was kind enough to have shot some footage for us as well on some the on like she was like I'm I'm not gonna trust because we have three different devices that we like use to shoot off to get like different vantage points. So like they're like I'm not gonna trust them. And so she shot some stuff. So she's she came over and she helped us like piece back our storyline, some of it anyway. Fabulous. So what are you gonna be doing for show i mean are you just even at amazon and hoping that people stumble on it or what else are you doing for the show so we're gonna do amazon and then of course the sacramento television spot and probably just do it like that in youtube and youtube and our roku tv channel right and oh, that's where you can see them all yeah so that's basically what we're probably going to do just keep it that way it's just a docuseries i mean who knows we might not even do a season two probably we will but we might not we'll see yeah it's like one. Yeah, we're doing a season one right now, and we're we're talking and figuring out season two if we can do it. Yeah, if yeah, we I mean, start, how many, how many if we start shooting season two, it'll probably start in October. But I'm asking, what? How many episodes will there be in season one? <clears throat> we originally were going to have four, but we're as I said, we're editing season, we're editing um episode five now, so we might end up with eight. So we might go every week until August, uh, until like the middle of August. Okay, that sounds, that sounds interesting. Why not 15 or 12? Because it's a lot of work. <laughs> and I have um, three books to do by contract. And so I'm writing three books doing and helping. Jade and I are doing the Woman's Cave together. And then we have to get ready for England. And when we come back, uh, Jade has stuff that she has to do by herself. And so I like, have some classes I'm taking. Yeah. So I have to take this class. It's going to be really intensive and it's going to be... And I'm studying for it right now. Like, I'm studying for this class. And I'm still in university taking two majors, trying okay. to finish up two degrees. So, yeah, it's a, it's a bit hectic. Sorry, 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 sorry. My head can't take anyone now. Like, you know, it's one of those ones where you just, you just make me think that, you know, I'm just a lazy bottle that just spends all my time sleeping. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I just thought that this morning. What? I was just thinking the same thing about myself this morning. Yeah, but you do so much. You're taking two majors, you're taking a class, you're doing your film, you're traveling. Oh my goodness, I, my brain cells cannot take any more now. No. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, that's what we're doing. And so, like, August is normally traditionally our time off that we give ourselves uh, like a month off every year just to, I mean, we still work and stuff, but traditionally that is the time that we take vacations and calm down and, you know, paint the house and scrub the floors, you know, and stuff. Stuff that you didn't get to do all year because you've been busy and hopping and doing. August is our calm down, have family over, barbecue month. Sounds amazing. And no, none of that shows up on the show. Yeah, no. Oh, I should mention the drama that shows up on the show. Should I mention that? Go on, then. Don't, 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 don't. Okay. I can? Sure, of course. Who doesn't love drama? Okay, so... um. We're possibly inducting a new person in because um, uh, in the public faces of the end, I thought ladies, because uh, one of the other people kind of took a sabbatical because her mother died. It's a cancer scare. Um, there's of course us going to like red carpet events and going to the television shows and stuff like that. And I'm missing somebody. Oh, and then Renee's business got robbed. Her and all her employees got robbed. What? Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's it's weird. If you watch episode one, you can also watch Kay Walker save a turtle. <laughs> and she does. She saves that turtle. 
well. And I should mention I that we're all CEOs, so you'll also get footage of us being CEOs. Oh, right. There's also an award ceremony, Jade's Husband's Award Ceremony. Ooh. Okay, you know what? I'm just like, I think I've got to, I've got to do that quickly. I have to kick you guys out. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because you guys, you, you know, you're making me feel like I'm a lazy bum right now. But you're not, because <laughs> you're, you're, not. A, you're a mompreneur. That you have a job that neither of us have. Nor one. And, well, well, no one doesn't want it, but you know, neither of us have. So and amazing. you have to raise a productive human being into adulthood. So that is a big, huge job. And as long as you're doing that job, then you are doing your job. All right, then I feel better now. Thank you. <laughs> it doesn't take me it take much to make me feel better. <laughs> But it's true, though. It's very true. I mean, you have to understand that that is a huge job, and it's, it's a wonderful job. It is. It is. You know, apart from where someone pulls your eyelids and goes, Mommy, wake up. <laughs> <laughs> well, as my mom said, that, that, that goes away so quickly, and then all of a sudden they're off to school, and then they're graduating and walking across the stage and off to college, and yeah, 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 I know. It's funny something before you know it. I want to get sleep. Someone pulling my eyelids and going, Mommy, wake up is not fun. I'm not even thinking about five years later. Like, oh my goodness. And children, they can embarrass you, right? So, um, someone in this Nigerian, um, you know, popular national newspaper decided that they wanted to, you know, have an um, interview and they sent me questions and whatnot. And so, you know, like how I don't have like any professional or official photos. So they, they were not having none of that and they said I needed to go get a professional flutter. So so then I got this um, Brazilian photograph to come up to my place, you know, to take uh, my you know, to take some pictures and let's see what it is. And then soon my two and a half year old little human, right? Beautiful, blessed child. Forget sometimes that she's not a baby, she's a toddler, right? I mean she actually she she doesn't forget, she uses it at her own will and what is beneficial to her. Because on a good day, if you call her a baby, she's gonna go, no, not a baby, baby girl, right? But on this particular <laughs> day, right, she then decides she brings up the baby. What did this child of mine do? She then puts her hand down my shirt, trying to bring my breast out. Because she decided at that point she wanted to be breastfed. This is a child with mouth full of teeth, right? Trying to bring my breast out in front of a Brazilian man that I'd never met before. Then when I tried to stop her, she literally takes her hands off and then pulls my shirt off completely. And I had to go, oh my God, did you just do that? <laughs> no, please tell me again that oh, I, I've got five years to look forward to when she's up to college and all hey, that nonsense. If she took those, sh if, if he got shots of that, you Dude. would be you would be on the, like the Daily Mail or something. Exactly. <laughs> At that point, actually, I was very fortunate. He had his back turned to us, and he was looking at his computer, um, trying to upload the pictures that he had taken. So none of that happened, which was I was very fortunate because yeah, I would have been putting someone up for adoption. <laughs> <laughs> no, you wouldn't. You no. would be like, she saved my career. That's what you would have said. She saved. We'll, no, we would be like, would you like to get um, interviewed by the end? I thought, like, I just don't have time for those small people anymore. And you know, I, I work for the BBC now. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad. 
I go, yes, and you know, once I've been talking about you guys, and I don't really talk about myself, or I don't really, I can't even speak from English, my nerves congested, everything's congested, I need to kick you guys out, but before I do kick you guys out, and I think I remember I sent you guys an email about what I was going to be doing later on in the year, and I've been, I've kept the date quite hush-hush yet, uh, because I was trying to get a couple of things to think, but I'm posting my own virtual summit. Um, <clears throat> It was something that I had spoken to someone about last year, and then someone else came on my show a few weeks ago, maybe two weeks ago, something like that. Um, and he also has his own podcast, and it's called a Peak Performers Podcast. And you know, via the you know through the conversation on that show, um, it kind of reminded me that this was something that I wanted to do for a long time, and I had not even gotten around to it because, like you said, you know, my hands are full. So anyway, so I just got. I said, you know what? I'm going to do this, and boom, 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 boom. And I contacted every people, and so this summit is going to be called um, Shagimala Salami's Invested in Africa Virtual Summit 2017, and the topic this year is digital strategies. Um, and again, part of this interview that I told you about this um, Nigerian dailies, um, you know, they were asking me about, you know, what my vision was and stuff like that, and you know, because again, in Africa, or should I say Nigeria, since I'm more familiar with the Nigerian market, but now, did you know the people in Nigeria, and I'm presuming a lot of African countries, can't download ebooks from Amazon? No. Did you know that? Wow. So you can buy paperback books, but you can't download, you know, ebooks from Amazon. So people in Nigeria, and again, I'm, I'm saying Nigeria just because, you know, that's where I do know for a fact. I can't speak for every country in Africa. Um, they can't, and so that's why, you know, they're quite limited as to where they can get proper e-books, so they will then tend to visit pirate websites. Um, it's just because they don't have access to e-books, and, you know, and their paperbacks tend to be more expensive, and that's why you see that um, <clears throat> there's, I think, one or two online retailers where that are sort of you know growing their own niche in the sense that you can buy ebooks um, from there from Nigeria. And then when I did build my publisher website, I also made it that people you know from all over the world. I don't restrict access. Um, anyway, so basically that was sort of you know part of you know the conversation that I was having in this um, interview that I had with the virtual dailies. And so I was now thinking, you know what? So this is something that I've been thinking about hosting a summit for a long time. And I thought, you know what? Why not? You know, why not do it now? You know, why do I need to um, <clears throat> waste any more uh, time and delay? So I was hoping that I would get like you know more authors, um, you know, sort of interested in looking at alternative ways of marketing their books, you know, bloggers, you know, you know, content creators, that kind of thing, because one of the things that you will find, um, and I, again, I'm focusing, I'm saying Nigeria, not because I've got, I'm biased towards Nigeria, because, you know, I've got background and, you know, Nigerian as well, but just because that's what the, the market that I'm familiar with, and the Nigerian um, mobile internet industry, you know, is actually quite new, um, and so not a lot of people, I think I did a little bit of research and less than 50% of the population have access to mobile um, internet. And so, you know, and because of that, you know, as the market is continuing to grow, you will find that more people are actually, you know, getting access to the internet world, you know, the wide world and being able to get access to more things. But the few people that do have it, they don't then have access to get some specific things. So the idea, you know, of the summit is to that, you know, all these content creators, you know, 
who uh, you know where you know West, you know the West, you know saturated Europe, you know America, you know is quite saturated and competition is quite high. Then well, I'm saying well, what's stopping you from investing in Africa? You know why don't you promote your books and your services and all the things that you do to an African audience? Because guess what, right? They're literally it's like someone who you know couldn't see before and suddenly their eyes are open and they're literally hungry to um, access everything that the world has to offer. Um, so now is the time to pitch yourself and put yourself, you know, at their, you know, at their forefront before they get inundated with offerings. And so that's what I'm hoping the summit would, um, you know, make people want to do more, you know, to invest. You know, you don't have to, with the way the world is, you know, the world is a virtual marketplace now. And people don't need to have a physical presence in every country. You can do a lot of stuff remotely. Um, and that's why, you know, I've been quite specific about the people that I invited to be guest speakers. Um, and, you know, if you look at the guest list, you know, it's quite, you know, it's quite international. So I've got one guy from Singapore. I've got a couple from America and I've got a couple from the UK as well. And yeah, and one from Nigeria as well. So it's, I, I hope it will be quite an interesting summit. Um, and you guys have been kind enough to agree to um, co-host it with me. And to be honest, you're not co-hosting. It's more like me introducing it and then running off. <laughs> you guys go look after the show. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I think we, we do some co-hosting. We do a lot of co-hosting. Yeah. We are co-hosts. People just love us as co-hosts. They're like, you're so awesome. And I'm like, no, we're silly and unprofessional. But you keep asking us to do it, so we'll continue to do it. Yeah, we're actually supposed to be co-hosting for the entire month of January. So we're looking forward to co-hosts with you. Thank you, thank you. But I think being silly is actually quite good because, again, you know, there's, there's a lot of seriousness in the world. And, you know, when you're listening on a podcast or, you know, a webinar, the last thing you want is more seriousness. Um, you know, you want to be able to enjoy because, again, people say that people might not remember what you say to them, but they remember how you make them feel. So if they come away, you know, enjoying the conversation and thinking, oh, wow, I've just been having, I've just been listening to my best friends you know, then it's likely that they may take action, they may listen to what you have to say, or they might think, oh, yeah, she said something really funny that time, let me go back and listen to it again. Oh, well, thank you. You're giving thank us, you. you're giving us hope. hope. Yeah. Oh, before you kick us out, can we tell people where to find our information? Oh, yes, please do. Okay, so you guys, I am Jade, and this is Wilmona. And we're from, we are the End I Thought Ladies, two of the 11. We write the End I Thought series, and I thought divorce was bad, and I thought being grown up was easy, and I thought I did my journey alone, and I thought I could juggle it all. And lastly, our new book, And I Thought I Had It All Figured Out, which is a script for our pilot episode on fiction. television. It's a fiction. It is not picked up yet, but one day Hollywood's going to listen to it. Yeah, so Hollywood, if you're out there, your script's already written, and we're ready to be famous. <laughs> also, that you can find us at everything that we do at www.andwethought.com. That's T-H-O-U-G-H-T.com. And uh, you can find the show uh, right there at the bottom of the show page. As uh, You go to andwethought.com, go to the show, and at the bottom you'll see our television show. And that's Just Right in Life, which you can watch at Sacramento Television on Channel 18. You can watch it on our Roku TV channel, our YouTube channel, or lastly, our Amazon channel. Jade, would you like to add that part about the ladies oh, page? And if you go to the ladies page, you can go all the way down to the bottom. You will definitely see some organizations, some nonprofits that we totally love and support. So, you guys, 
five cents does help. Definitely. And or if you pence, get, or wherever you are. Yeah, yeah, five pence would help a whole lot more than five cents. <laughs> Just saying, because that's like 10 cents here. And um, you can also do that by going to the store section, and those um, that pro that money goes to those charities as well that you'll find at the bottom of the ladies' page. Thank fabulous. you, Lola. Fabulous, fabulous. Well, it's always been a pleasure having you guys, and hopefully one of these days, you know, we'll get to see and have a real coffee, all on you, of course, because I, you know, I've been giving you free coffees for ages, so you guys can buy me one. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. I guess we have the first round of, what did you say, coffee or, you know, hot or tea? Hot, cho hot chocolate is my poison. Okay. Oh, hot chocolate. Oh, because I was sure going to go for a hot or tea. Okay, cool. This sounds great. Definitely. So we're looking at 2018 then. <laughs> 2018, we'll get together in school in 2018. Fabulous, fabulous. That sounds like a lifetime away. It feels like it. Yeah. But anywho, well, it's what? It's nice sunny day. I think I need to catch up on some sleep. And if you notice, the little human's not here. If this is today's my non-little human day. I chucked her off at nursery quite early in the day. So now, you know, we've been having this heat wave, so I need to go and catch up on some sleep. So much, much needed sleep. So until next time, ladies. Until Bye. Bye. Bye.